the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. I'm having fun trying to get my Facebook going on. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you had a great Christmas. We got a great new year going. I hope that I make a difference in your life. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Bless and be with this show. Bless and be with these listeners. Bless and be with each and every one of them out there to know what your will in their life is. Help them to pray and read every day. Even Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, how important it is because you know what you've got in store for us. And I hope that they learn and grow and take the, the world out of their life. It's just all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, uh, listeners. I, I, we've had a lot of calls. I'm buying a lot of cars off of uh, the listeners. I appreciate that. We're even selling a few cars because, you know, finding the right car, the Lord needs to bring it. It's not me all the time. Uh, he's given me ability, talent, and he's blessed me, and I, I appreciate that. But I, I'm going to tell you, uh, we're going to talk about what does Jesus walking on water have to do with the car business. So tell your friends and neighbors to tune in in about 10 minutes, because I'm going to talk about it, exactly what's going on in the car business with you. What's your focus do you, you know, what's your intentions? Your intentions are built up and so great before you walk into a, a car dealership. And so we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Now we're going to talk about something you didn't see on the news, something I brought up on my Sunday show um, on another station. And you have to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com, see what time I'm running there. Uh, Indirect lending. I've talked about indirect lending, why I don't have big banks and credit unions wanting me to be a sponsor for their show. Why not? Because they'll lose too much business. They're afraid they'll lose too much business. Your business. Indirect lending, let me explain that to you. That's why it's so important for you to get your loan arranged before you go to buy a vehicle. Because interest rate does matter. That's a huge part of your purchase. Huge part. And, it, and it's so important to you to understand that you're paying extra money the dealership is making. I explained indirect lending, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago, where the, the bank gives the money at a great rate to the car dealership. And they sell it to you. But they make more money than the bank does. Is that fair? Is that right? When you could go to that same credit union, that same bank, get a lot better interest rate, walk in the dealership prepared. Prepared to do the right deal at the right money, at the right situation, and not give it all away. Oh, I see the phone number. I forgot Barry. Barry's my producer. He needs to throw a rock at me every once in a while to wake me up. Uh, phone number here if you have any questions. There's no dumb questions. I won't embarrass you. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. And remember, I give my mobile number out second half of the show, so you can write that down. Call me anytime. And so indirect lending is a way of banks getting customers to come in, 
But you need to be prepared because they're all out there. How many credit unions and banks we got available that want to finance you? There's hundreds of them in this town. So you need to do a little work to save a lot of money. And that's one of the times that a little work will save a lot of money. Get your credit cleaned up. Go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. I'll zip through that real quick. Get your credit score. Go to ftc.gov, ftc.gov. Make sure you get your credit score. Look at it real hard. Clean it up real good. See if there's some mistakes on there. See if somebody's trying to steal your identity. My son, his identity was trying to get stole here about three or four months ago. They happened to call my office to verify employment. And I said, now hold it. My son, I know he's not buying a new truck in Dallas, Texas, but they had it put together. So you got to make sure nobody's trying to buy something or use your credit for anything. So you've got to look at it. And that's the safest place to go, ftc.gov. And if there's any mistakes, get them taken off. There's anything, a few dollars. There's lots of times that you paid something they didn't take off. There's times when you owe, they'll, like, um, just to give you an example, uh, not well, any kind of gym or something that you've got a monthly due. Lots of times you cut it off, and they'll sneak in an extra payment or two, and you owe $17. I had a friend of mine owed $34 to a fitness deal, and he, he went and paid it off because it showed a delinquent on his credit. So he paid it off, and his score jumped up. And it was, you know, it was one of those deals. You know how it goes, you know. It's uh, it's all about money, and they don't want they want all the money they can get, even the fitness workout deals. So clean it up, get it ready. Then talk to a bank, talk to credit unions, talk to a bunch of them. I know you've got a place where you do business, but that's all right. Get you a new line of credit. Keep your old one available, and get the best credit right now. If you got the best credit. Rating and the best interest rate on yours go back to your store, your bank, your credit union. And if if somebody will match it, hey, get you a new line of credit. So if emergency comes up, you can fall back on your other one. So you've got it all together. Well, these indirect lending, oh, come on in here. We're going to sign you up. If you come to my lot, I'm going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the same rate I get with these credit unions. We get a small finder's fee, and that's all right with us. I don't want to pump you up for 3 4 5% extra interest on your loan. That's just not the way that I've done business and don't want to do business. So, But indirect lending, I have indirect lending. I give you that same rate that they give me. But a lot of these other ones, oh, no. F and I people live off of that. I saw a deal the other day. A lady came in. She deserved 1.9. She got 1.9. But they signed her up on 11.9. They were going to make 10% on a loan off where the dealership was. And the dealership had already received that money. She would made her first month payment. So I said, no, go get it refinanced. So she went and got it refinanced, saved a lot of money. Her payment dropped a bunch. But... See, that's what's going on now. The big story last week, a bank in Ohio got tattooed, fined for $18 million on indirect lending because of color. If you were black or Hispanic, they charge you more money for the loan and $200, some kind of lending process fee or something. Who knows? They they come up with all kinds of information that doesn't match up. So they were charging people more money of color. They took an $18 million hit. But Bubba, they never see the customer. Indirect lending. They never walk into the bank or credit union. Indirect lending. So they took a hit for the car dealers. Because the car dealers see the customer. There's nothing on the credit app on race or color. And so the dealerships are charging more money. Why? Is it because they they think that that customer doesn't know the truth? Do they find out that the customer hadn't checked their credit rating? They haven't been out and checked what they can get? Is that because, or is it because their favoritism 
to the Caucasians or what? But here's here's the the point. That bank makes so much money, they're scared to lose their dealers. So they paid the $18 million fine. Now, how much money do you got to make to pay an $18 million fine and take it and not pass it off because the car dealers are seeing the customer, the car dealers are charging the rate, the bank just takes the deals. And what happens, I've explained this to you before, they get three or four people with bad credit, and they'll say, hey, credit union, hey, bank, we're going to send you these ten good ones, but you got to take these three or four bad ones, and we'll bunch them up together, and we'll send them through. That's why you f- you'll see somebody whose credit is bad, who you can't figure how he get a new car. Man, I don't understand this. He's driving a new car, and I get turned down. Well, that dealership put a bunch of them together. They knew they had a, a, a good group of 10 or 12, and this bad one comes in at bad credit, and they said, oh, come on in here. We sign them up. We'll put them in this bunch. So they make the, the banks and the credit union take the group of cars. Indirect lending. How much does a bank need to make to pay an $18 million fine and not want to not get their dealerships? And They never saw that customer. They don't know what race they are. But, oh, yeah, they want the money. That's why you need to go get your credit score and get your loan lined up. So if you're out there, you work for a bank or your bank and credit union, and you don't do indirect lending, like I asked that indirect lending bank uh, credit union that wanted to sponsor my show but couldn't because of indirect lending. Don't you want your customers in the best shape they can be? I asked that head man for indirect lending. I said, is your customers, when they sign that contract and you get that note, are 90% of them buried underwater? He thought a minute, and he said, probably 95 or 98%. Don't you care about your customers, your well-being, them doing the best deal, the best options, the best money? The, don't you want to be able to loan them money? Or would you rather have them buried where they can't do what they want to do and invest money? Hey, well, look what the stock market's doing. I mean, you know, they're talking about if you put 350 a month away and in 30 years you can retire. Well, look what the stock market's done. I've heard, I've got friends of mine whose market has jumped way up because of it. So that's part of it. So think about that. Get your credit lined up. Know what it is. Be in control. Get your focus on what's best for you. Now, how in Matthew 14, verse 22, Jesus is walking on water, and we believe in Jesus, and we know how awesome he is in our lives. But when do we lose him when it comes to earthly things? We got our focus on Jesus. We got our intentions right, and we know what we're doing. And then we walk into these dealerships and we fall completely apart. We go to sinking in the water like Peter did. Yeah, down, down, down. It's because our focus is on Jesus until we get into that dealership. The bright lights, how pretty it is, and how that car shines. Bubba boy, I love it. And then you got this, well, I don't know if it's Satan, but he sure wants to take all your money. And he's sure not out for your well-being. And he's still not out for your future. Man, I had a banker tell me that has indirect lending. He had a deal come across his desk the other day, and they'd signed the guy up for 100 months. Yes. Hey, and new car dealerships are worried about it being 120 months soon. 10-year note. Ten years, Barry. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, man, you're praying the car lasts that long, much less if it's worth anything. You don't give up it's going to be worth anything. But they're worried about it being 120 months. Wow. So your focus is on Jesus doing the right thing, doing the right thing for your family, making the right decisions. But we get in there and we let the world twist us, turn us, and we start to sink in the water. We're walking with Jesus. We're on, we're on cloud nine. We got it together. 
We're talking the talk, man, yeah. But does talking the talk match up to the actions? I've talked about, you know, these Christian people in, that are in, and I'm, I'm finally getting the people to believe that I am, but anyway, that say they got the fish on the dealership, but man, the actions when they get through with you don't match up with the words. So your focus is on doing what's right. You're walking on water. You're with Jesus. You prayed about it. You're pre- you're prepared. You're set. But then when you get in there and oh man, I can't. I love that car, man. I don't care. It's too much. I don't care. It's forty five thousand dollars. And when I drive it off the showroom floor, it's going to be worth thirty. But I don't care. It's pretty, and I deserve it. And I want to help myself. I don't care about the family needs. I don't care about. I'm going to be making payments for eighty four or a hundred months. I don't care all about that. I'm sinking in the water. I'm going to be underwater on this loan. Hey, is that part of it too? Peter was about to be underwater when he asked for help. But the problem is when we sign that contract, we're underwater. Can we see Jesus and him pull us out of that water? Does he? He's going to be there with us. But are, do we learn from this situation? We're underwater on this loan. But we were up on top with Jesus when we intentions walked in. Our intentions are good, but when do we lose them? When the world comes in? When we want to let somebody convince us that we can afford it, that don't know our finances? Convince us that, man, we can handle it, and they don't know what's going on? You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I had a good friend of mine who's been working for a company for 20 years, and they cut him loose December. And, you know... It looked like he was doing a great job, but the problem is he was making too much money. And he'd done his job and done it well, so now they've hired somebody at half the price. And he, what do you, how do you, he's out looking, he's 55 years old. Who wants to hire a 55 year old that, you know, but they don't understand the experience? Well, you don't know what's happening tomorrow, and you want to tie yourself up in debtor's prison for 72 or 84 months? Your health. I mean, we all get health scares. You know, I, you never know what your health's going to be. I, I had a doctor scare me the other day, and so I'm going to have tests and things done. You know, I'm, I'm praying about it. I've got faith in it. But, I mean, you know, and now I feel better than I did that day. But, I mean, you don't know what your health's going to be down the road. I feel great. I think it's not no problem. I think that they practicing medicine. Is that what doctors do? They practice medicine. And and they, they throw darts at it till they hit that bullseye. But anyway, I don't think there's anything to it. The Lord's with me. I mean, I'm doing His will and His purpose. This show is His will, His purpose. He gave me the desire to do it when radio stations didn't want me. They're scared they're going to lose the money. They're scared. That's what they are. Hey, man, we put this guy on the show, and nobody will advertise with us. It's in the car business. Just like indirect lending. We put we become a sponsor of this show, proven to the community. I've even got a card that we passed out to some banks and, and finance companies and credit unions. And it, and it states here, show the community that you care about their transportation needs. Educate them so they are prepared, in control, buying with confidence, and saving thousands of dollars. But you don't care about your customer? Is it because you're making more money because they owe too much money? Or would you rather, you know, I had this bank, big bank, and this lady believed in my show, believed in me, but she's not working for the bank. She had an opportunity to move on. But she wanted me to come in there. She wanted to work with me, do some advertising, because they don't do indirect lending. And she also wanted me to go and talk to her real good customers, have a luncheon, and talk to them about my classes and how to be prepared. And she thought it was a great idea. I don't blame her. The opportunity came up, and she moved on. I went down to Valero. And the last words I had out of the lady that set up the class that I gave for Valero employees, when can you come back? 
I was supposed to talk 40 minutes. I talked, I had so many questions, so much going on. I talked for about an hour and a half, and then I had another almost hour and a half of questions from the employees. So, but everybody drives a used car. You don't think so? I got a buddy of mine just bought a $260,000 Ferrari. Oh, man. Yeah. Guess what? It's used today. It's a used car. It isn't new no more. $260,000 for a Ferrari. Calls me. He calls me the week before Christmas. I guess he bought himself a Christmas present. And and we go over it and over it and over the trades. He had two trades and and the money and hey, it's window stickers two hundred sixty thousand. But they usually get over window sticker for these Ferraris. Oh man, hey, and they're so high they will give him two years maintenance free. Well, the, here's the key to those cars: you don't drive them anywhere. I don't ever see any Ferraris with 100,000 miles on them. Hey, I, I had one that was a 79 not long ago. That 29,000 miles on it. Here's this car. It's, it's unbelievable, almost 40 years old. And it only had 29,000 miles. I've never owned a high-mileage Ferrari. But... You know, his focus, now here's the key, the boy could pay for it cash, but I'd rather take that 260000 What would he have invested at the beginning of the year, that 260000 in the stock market? And it's gone up so much, and it would probably be worth 400000 a day in the right investments. But his pride, his desires, his needs, his rewarding himself, Bought a $260,000 used car now today. He bought it just before Christmas. Now it's a used car. You don't think it's a used car? And they get over when the sticker, take it back to that Ferrari store, and they're going to say, oh, well, it's a used car. We want to give you two twenty, two hundred. You know, hey, that car lost value going off of the curb, I guarantee you. Yeah, mama, come on in here. Man, I got a Ferrari. We usually get 50000 over a window sticker, but we're going to sell it to you for a window sticker. And we're going to take care of you for two years. Well, you don't believe I won't tell you anything to sell a car? Hey, right now, we may even talk a little bit about this. If you don't shop us, you're going to lose $2,000. We, we got the best deals. They all pay the same amount for cars. They all get the same rebates. It depends on overhead, how much they advertise, how big their dealership, how much inventory they have, how many employees they have, and greed. How much does the owner and the managers need? How much money do they need to make? You don't think billionaires are not buying dealerships because they're losers? They're cash cows. Penske, Buffett. I mean, they're bringing in five used car lots. It's huge here in San Antonio, billionaire. Why? Because San Antonio's an easy target. He wrote that in Automotive News. He posted that in Automotive News. San Antonio's a great used car town, and you can make a lot of money. He's buying high-dollar property, putting brand-new used car dealerships in there, and they don't have service department, they don't have parts department. Uh, you know, You know, what's amazing to me is we're going to have cars soon that don't need drivers. But that's the way of the autonomous cars. That's the way the government's going to control us. Because in 30 years from now, and they're, they're thinking it's 20, I think it's 30 or 40, you'll dial up, and who will own all the cars? Well, the first off, they'll not they'll make it illegal to drive a car. So the manufacturers or the government's going to own the cars, and you're going to have to go to the computer and dial one up, and it'll pick you up and take you wherever you want. These guys are investing for the future. Where are they, they trying to outrun everybody else or what? I don't know what they're thinking. They're over my head. They're way over my head. But I want to be the best I can be. Do you have that desire? Do you like throwing money away? Do you like giving money away? You know, I mean... You work hard for it, and you've lost those hours. You made payments for 12 months on a vehicle. You worked hard those 12 months. Well, those hours of your life are gone. 
Was it a good investment or a bad investment? We talk more about it. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I like to make an offer on your car. Go to my website, describe it, and I'll make you an offer on your car. We'll be right back. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. The word, 6.30 a.m. God bless you. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in and get a pen and paper. I'm going to give you my mobile number. And give us a call, 210-340-9585. We'll be right back. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is an auto dealership where you can buy from a dealer that truly cares most about your complete satisfaction before and after the sale. North Park Toyota of San Antonio is the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's most exclusive and prestigious award, the President's Cabinet Award for 2013, 2014, and now 2015. This award recognizes operational superiority, high-volume sales, and most importantly, outstanding customer satisfaction. At North Park Toyota of San Antonio, we feature hassle-free, no games, no gimmicks, posted pricing every day on every vehicle. We don't mark them up just to mark them down. Every new Toyota comes with complimentary Toyota care, two years or 25,000 miles of no-charge maintenance with a complimentary car wash. And we will buy your car even if you don't buy ours. Appraisal purchase offer valid for 10 days from the date of appraisal. North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South, exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Again, San Antonio, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. It's a wild, wild jungle out there. I mean, we had so much going on in the car business. It's unbelievable. So many great deals. New car dealers cleaned out of a lot of 17s, but there's still dealers out there with 16s. And if they still got 16s, I don't think I'd want to fool with those dealers. 80% of them will lie to you. 20% will tell you the truth. But here's the problem. We never think about the loss. There was millions of cars sold last month, but what was the loss of value to the economy? Of course, the value stayed with the new car dealers and the manufacturers, but what's the focus of the near future? And we're talking about, hey, Uber's big-time guy that put the deal together, he's been losing money. I thought their business plan was a little bit too fast. Let's put it that way. They should have concentrated on taking over the taxi business and then moved on for bigger, better things. But is Uber trying to get set for autonomous cars where they can own the cars and move the people around? Because, see, that's the key to communism. Communism wants to control you, and you're not got to say so, and you got to fall in line, all this other stuff, and that's what they're trying to do with autonomous cars. They want to control you, control your movement, where you're going, track you. They can track you that way, and so there's so much that goes on in the car business. Tracking. Oh, let's bring up tracking again. You go to a website, you check on a car. And they lock you in, especially on your phone. That's why they love people who check on the car lots with their phone. And you go to another car lot, it notifies that last car lot. And on some other car lots, you're out shopping, where you're at, what you're going. Now, here's a weird thing that happened to me the other day. And we were talking about government calls cars and what the government's trying to do with the cars and I was talking to a friend of mine and it's sitting my phone is sitting on my desk I don't have it I have it on but I'm not talking to anybody and all of a sudden that little gal in that phone said uh, we have three websites on government cars that we can take you to my buddy and I looked at each other and he said you see that I said yeah I can't believe I wasn't touching my phone, and it comes up that there's three websites 
that I could go to. So I'm telling you, Big Brother's watching us. Big Brother's trying to control you. Now, do you want to be in that situation that you owe too much money? Hey, my buddy with $260,000 Ferrari, he can afford it. There's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford it. And, oh, man, them can't afford They're miserable. And your wife tells you you shouldn't bought it? Your wife tells you you're crazy? Your wife told you I told you, and he, she didn't. He told I've had a friend of mine tell me, hey, you're the one that told me to buy it. Well, honey, you worked so hard, and I wanted you to be happy, and I want you to reward yourself. And he says, now you're complaining about there's no money left at the end of the month after we make payments on my car and your car. You ever lived in that situation? Dave Ramsey don't like it. And, you know, and now we've got income tax checks coming. Oh, man. Here we go, rock and roll. But I'm afraid the note season's not going to last but about two or three weeks this year, just like it has been. Hey, and if you've got an income tax check coming in, don't take it and get a rapid refund. Please don't. They get 25% of your money to, for you to get your check seven days early, 10 days at the max. Save that money. Take those 10 days and start looking for a cash car. Best kind of car is a paid-for car. Make sure that it's paid for. See what's going on in that, what you've got to, to buy. Because let me tell you something, you hustle. Hey, ask everybody you know. Ask everybody at church, everybody you work at, all your friends, your neighbors, anybody. You like your car, you want to sell your car, you got a car for sale. I told you about, about a year ago, a buddy of mine had a super, super nice Chevy pickup, three-quarter ton, four-wheel drive, but it had 180,000 miles on it. And he'd come by and see me, this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden, he'd come by in a brand-new truck. I said, hey, where'd you get the new truck? He said, the company gave it to me, told me to drive it, just use it like it's mine. I said, oh, good, let me have your truck. He said, I done sold it. I took it to CarMax. I said, you did What? He said, I took it to CarMax. I said, they give you eight grand? He said, oh, no, they gave me six grand because of the miles. I said, I'd have gave you eight grand, and I'd have made money on it. I said, man, you should have told me. He said, Randy, I didn't think you'd want it with those kind of miles. I said, walk out on my lot. We got. I just bought 10 trucks yesterday from a survey company that's got 200,000 miles on it. We brought them in. We're bringing them in the last couple of days. 200,000 miles. It's got value. So go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your vehicle. I'm not Auto Trader and uh, Buying Center. I want to entice you to come in, put the VIN number in, cut you to your knees, cut the price again by every little scratch. It's a used vehicle. I want to buy your vehicle. Go to my website. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, and uh, I've got some late model 15 passenger vans available that are cheap, some cargo vans that are cheap, late model, low miles. friend of mine called me. Uh, he was wanting a 16, 17 grand caravan. We've located one of those. So, I mean, the stuff's out there, and I have it available. And, you know, give me an opportunity. That's all I'm asking. I just love an opportunity. I love an opportunity to tell you what your car's worth. So many times, these new car dealerships, you know, that $2,000 you're going to save, if you don't shop us, you're gonna, it's going to cost you 2000 That's just one part of them making money. One part. So now these independent used car, huge, big daddy, lots, they, they don't make the money on parts, body shop, and, and service. They got tremendous amount of overhead, so they got to make it on the trades and the sales. And so where do they got to get the cars? Most of them got to get them out of the auctions. Plus, they got to pay the fees, and the fees at the auctions have gone up, up, up. Tremendous amount. And the, and the auctions are trying to take control of all of the trades in San Antonio, all of them, all of them in Austin. And that's what they want to do. And there's some good points and some bad points to that. Of course, it knocks me out of the wholesale business, even though I'm buying, I'm doing fine without it. But it, it's a way of keeping their used car managers honest because it's so easy. This business and the foreigners have come in, and the foreigners love paying under the table. 
And that's part of their culture in other biz, other other countries, and it's part of the country here. So, in order to keep your used car manager and keep him honest, you send all the trades to the the, the auction. But there's ways of getting around that too. I mean, you know, uh, there's one auction here in town that uh, there's cars sitting at an auction off to the side that he sells to a wholesaler. And he don't, you know, nobody can buy them other than that wholesaler. He buys them before or, or after the auction. So there's ways of getting around there, but it's still the most honest way of them trying to, to take over the business. The big guys want to control everything. The big guys have got the money to take over everything. The problem is, here we go again, overhead. Hey, it costs a lot of money to open up these auctions. It costs a tremendous amount of money to open up the new car dealerships. So that guy that's saying you're going to lose 2000 if you don't come into my lot, that's because he's got other ways of making money. Steal your trade, hey, indirect lending, uh, extended warranties, gap, uh, add-ons, uh, packing payments, putting destination charges on. I had a buddy of mine tell me he went to a dealership in Houston, and they had 250 for detail. Brand new car. How do you charge 250 for a detail on a brand new car that you're going to detail anyway? And it didn't need detailing. Shouldn't have. They charged him 250. Talked to some people the other day that paid 680 dollars for transportation. Those cars get delivered, that's added in on a price, but they charge you. Hey, there's a dealership in this town that used to charge you the salesman's commission, $250. And the salesman, the manager that used to work there, he's no longer in the car business, told me they paid, them, they paid the salesman $150. So they, they charged the customer $250 and, and paid $150. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585, and my mobile number. I always give out my mo mobile number the second half, and that number is 830-708-4789. And I'm going to be at uh, the body shop I do business with, Central, uh, Central Point Collision. That's off of Bitters and 281. Today I'll be there from 1030 to 12, 1030 to 12. And that's uh, 301 Bitters East. You go east of 281. First block is Bill Miller's Barbecue. Next block, you'll see a Sonic. Turn down the side of the Sonic, and you'll run into the building about 60, 70 yards down there. Central Point Collision. I'll be there today. Ignacio Garcia does my paint and body work. And we'll be there from 1030 to 12 today so if you want to come and meet me talk to me any questions uh got some people bring me units by for me to buy look at and make an offer on so i yes i'll make offers on cars i'll be there love to talk to you answer any questions and that's central point uh body shop just east it's about a block and a half east right down the side of sonic and my mobile number is 830-708-4789 so give me a call uh, anytime, answer any kind of questions. We talked about income tax checks. Uh, we've talked about all kinds of stuff, the payments. So I'm about half caught up on this, but then now I've got this magazine. You see all these tabs on here? I'm going to show you that. That's, this is an F&I dealer magazine. There is 10 tabs on here that I could talk about. I did talk about one of them. That is uh, subprime lending. No, I didn't talk about subprime lending. Hold it. I thought we was talking about something else. Hey, they. you see the big D. That's dollar. That's the name of this article. And it's F&I Think Tank. They're trying to find out more ways of closing you, more ways of selling. Look at all these tabs. This is just one. Look, this magazine's 50 pages. And I could talk about 10 articles in here on selling you, closing you, working you. Ten articles here. The offer, the editor offers a breakdown of the Industry Summit of 2017, which will feature F&I Think Tanks, the Special Finance Conference, Compliance Summit, and the best training day ever. The best training day ever. 
Oh, man, they got so much information in here. They're going to pay. Hey, in the F&I 20 dealer group, where they come up and they brag to each other how much money they're making off the customers in the F&I department. You know, there's just so much going on in this business. And it's that's the name of my next book, The Big Secret. Yeah, I'm starting the second book. We finished the first book. We're about to put it on publishing. Uh and the big secret. It's amazing how uh, there's so many people that have worked in the car business. But the business has changed so much. I've told you that I've got guys I've done business with. I've been in the business 54 years. And so, so many people that I've done business with over the years, and they're retired. They've been retired to seven, ten years. But the business has changed and went to the next level so hard that they're having difficulty buying from the dealerships where they used to work. Amazing. They can't. Here's car people that were in the car business 30, 40 years and have a difficulty buying because of the business change, because of the stress, the overhead, the new way of doing business, the new prices of cars. I bought a 67 Camaro in 68, brand new, hadn't been sold, four-speed, 307, yellow, black, and tear band. I remember that car, 2200 You seen the Camaros lately? They started 30000 and up, 50000 if you don't watch out, 60000 if you let them indirect lending and extended warranty and, and, and everything else. And now we're talking about trucks that are going to be eighty to 100000 Man, how'd you like to buy a $100,000 truck, put 100,000 miles on it, drive it into the dealership that you bought it from that you gave 100000 for, three, four years later, and they offer you twenty five or thirty? Oh, man, isn't that going to hurt? And that's after-tax money. Don't forget to after. you got to pay Uncle Sam. we got a partner. The good news is Trump's got our, our, inter, our uh, tax rate down. That's good, you know. I mean, you know, poor people. I've, you know, I feel sorry for these Trump haters. The the country's doing good, everything's doing good, and their old minds messed up because they're consumed with hating Trump. Hey, is that Christians that hate Trump? You know, if you hate somebody, does the Lord like that? You know, you gotta love your brother no matter what. I mean, you know, car dealers want grace when they walk in to buy something from somebody else. New TV, new houses, new this, anything used. They want the best person, the best deal, and they want to be in control. And they want grace. They want favor. They want all this stuff. But wow, man, when they got a customer in front of them, they don't give any grace. They can't spell grace. They'll take hair hide and all. But, oh, we want the grace when we're buying something somewhere else. You know, that's why your focus has to be on what's right. Your focus has to be on Jesus. Your focus has to be on taking pride, greed, selfishness, and keeping up with Joneses out of your life. Because that's part of the world, the lust of the eye. You don't think lust of eye don't work in the car business? Man, I can teach on that for an hour. The lust of the eye, the smell. Hey, you think that coffee and cookies and peanuts and candy and fruit in the in the area that they put you in, you don't think that's, oh, that's free. Man, I'm going to go over and load up, put a bunch in my pocket. I've seen people put fruit in their pocket, load up five or six cookies and get them a big old soda. Boy, they're happy, happy, happy. Woo, yeah. Are we doing good? Well, they're just getting you on a sugar high. Get ready for stalker, sticker shock. Yeah, yeah. Come out of that service department. I got this bill. It's 1500 What y'all do? Not much. Oh, okay. Let me pay. Yeah. Yeah, but we gave you some free cookies. Yeah. Aren't you happy? Yeah, we gave you some fruit. Yeah. Okay. Well, same way as that. They want to make you comfortable. They want you to make you feel like you owe them something. They're sitting in a $100 million dealership. You don't think there's some that have sold for $100 million, Bubba. Remember, these are cash cows. Billionaires not buying losers. If you're a great, I mean, you take you take these billionaires. You think they they were billionaires because of being stupid? No, they buy the right investments. And now they're trying to buy up all the car dealerships. They're building new car dealerships. 
It's after you every dollar. Be sure and go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Find out what your trade's worth. Find out if you can sell your car. Know where you stand. I had, I had a guy call me. He said, hey, I put in a, I don't want to sell my car, but I went to your website. I wanted to know what my car's worth. I have no intention to sell it, but what would you give for it? So I told him what I gave for it. He said, you're not mad at me? I said, no, I'm not mad at you. I said, you needed to know. I'm glad to help. I had a lady call me that her insurance man wouldn't help her on diminished value. Here he sells her a policy, tells her how happy he is with her, tells her what a great policy she has. She gets hit by somebody else in a brand-new car, and now he don't want to help her get diminished value. She's all upset. She said, I don't want to sell the car, but I want to know what I've lost in value. I said, well, your vehicle's worth 34000 before the accident. Now it's worth 28000 without after the accident. She said, with 5,000 miles? She said, I paid forty. I said, remember, you, you lose that value going off the curb. Yeah, I do. I understand. I said, well, take it back to the dealership and ask them what they'll give for it. You know, they would have gave for it probably thirty four, thirty five, And now they may not buy it because it's been an accident. So, you know, know where you stand. So... I helped her out. I told her what I gave would give. She knows where she stands. She's fighting the insurance company. I don't know if her agent's going to help. You know, hey, pay me the money. I love you, but I ain't going to do no work. I, I, you know, I should have become an insurance agent if I was lazy. Yeah, I could sell all these policies and not help nobody and collect the money and smile and tell them how I love you. And you don't have diminished value come. Oh, yeah, you do. Well, you got diminished value, but I don't want to help. Oh, buddy, don't you just love it? Love it. So go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on it. That way you know where you stand. You know if you want to sell it, if you want to trade it. I had a lady, remember, not long ago, I made her an offer on her car for 10000 She went into the dealership. They offered her 6000 If she didn't know any better, she'd have lost that 4000 guy that used to work for him, his mother with that 11 Tacoma, went into the dealership. She'd bought four units from them before. She trusted them. But here we go. She'd been listening to my show. She got educated. Her and her son, they called me. I offered 17000 Told them I may even go to seventeen five or eighteen on her unit. They offered 11000 Here is a Toyota dealer offering her 6000 less than me on a unit that they want and they would retail for twenty. They would have made... $9,000 on her trade. Oh, and she trusted them. She's done business with them four other times. She bought that truck from them. And they wanted to give her 11000 But the time she gets mad, try, and they won't give her keys back, she's trying to get out of the dealership. Finally, she gets her keys, and they're wanting to give her the 17000 Oh, amazing. They didn't want to before. And you trust in them, most people? Well, you need to know what your vehicle's worth. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Go out there and look at your car real hard. Pretend you're buying it. And describe it to me, and I'll make an offer on the car. Put the VIN number in. I'm buying a lot of cars off my listeners, selling a few cars off my listeners. Love to help. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow it, easy steps. Hey, I'll have a book out there leading to get it more detailed, and the second book's going to get even more detailed on how to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually. Hey, pray up. The biggest problem I have with preachers, they don't pray enough when they go buy a car. They tell us to pray, but they forget about the praying. And they trust in everybody, and they go in there. I've told you, I've, I've helped so many preachers get back in line on their vehicle. I had a preacher 20 years ago. They owed 20,000 uh, 20, too much, 10,000 on his and 2,000. They work now. They got equity. You need to be in the right fit of mind. Remember, Peter's focus was on the Lord, and the Lord is not the world. But when we get our focus on the world, do we lose control? Do we lose focus? Do we lose intentions? Our intentions are good, but man, leave them at the curb. Hey, y'all put a sign out at the dealership. Wouldn't that be good? Leave your intentions at the curb when you drive in. Yeah, intentions of getting a good deal. Intentions of making right decisions. Leave it at the curb. Don't bring it in here. We don't want nothing to do with it, Bubba. No, keep it at, Keep it to yourself. Them intentions are good for everybody else. But come on in here. 
We're going to change your mind. We know everything about you. We've studied you. We know your budget. We know your intentions. We know where you're going and what you're doing. But let me tell you, we're going to sell you one you're just going to love. It's going to keep its value. But don't bring it back right away to sell us back because we don't want to tell you the truth what one's worth. I told you about that guy that walked into a dealership, and I'm not going to say which one it is, and it was a good dealership. And they sold him a no power window, no power brake, standard ship. Well, I had power brakes. No power windows, no power locks. Standard shift car. And this guy was 80 years old. Uh, next week, I'm going to tell you about how desperate dealers do desperate deals. They sell a guy that's on hospice. Can you imagine? And they kill him. They don't kill him. I'll take that back. They bury him. No, they don't bury him. They put him underwater. He looked like Peter. He was underwater. Can you imagine a dealership selling a guy that owes 10000 too much on a car, and he's on hospice? They know he's not going to live, but the dealership made the money. And guess who took it in the shorts? Credit union. Wasn't that wonderful? I went ahead and told you this week. Can you believe that? Desperate dealers do desperate things. And so they sell a guy that's on hospice, and so the dealership has to, I mean, the bank has to go get it because the guy passed away. Why didn't they put it on the insurance company? Well, I guess at 82 years old, can you buy an insurance policy on the deal? I don't know. <laughs> but this desperate dealer sold it to him, made $10,000 on the car, and now the credit union has it with less than 200 miles on it, and they're going to take a $15,000 hit. I don't think I'd do business with that new car dealership anymore. Hey, there's so much out there, so much you need to learn about. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow the easy process or give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I want to be your mentor. I want to help you. Hey, and let me tell you something. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. Get rid of those that baggage. Love everybody. Hey, that's what happened to me when I accepted Jesus Christ. I forgave everybody because he's forgiven me. God bless you, San Antonio. If you have any questions, give me a call. Hey, tune in next week and go to my website. I'm on Sunday afternoons. Give me a call. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.